Benvindo, everybody, to the Win or Learn podcast, a podcast that follows our journey in the art of jujitsu. We'll discuss our wins and lessons and have special guests that we meet along the way. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Isaiah. So let's roll right into it. So this week, we're going to go into our week in training, of course. And uh, it was a very, very um, successful week, I guess you can say, of training. We're very proud of the week we had, I think we, we can say. And uh, yeah, so Tony, you want to kick us off to kind of get into what this week looked like for us? Yeah, so this week we started our GB1 curriculum again. So it's week one of our GB1 curriculum. And really what we did this week was kind of fundamental stuff. What our professor or what the curriculum states is that we we kind of learned how to pull guard. So we really did that. We learned, we relearned the judo grip. So you have one hand on the um, lapel, one hand on the sleeve uh, by the bicep, and then you slide that hand down towards the uh, wrist. And then that hand that you slide down towards the wrist, that's the foot you put on your opponent's hip. And then you kind of swing down and bring them down with you. And we kind of learned a variation on that as well. So like if your opponent didn't come down and into your guard, what you would do is you would disengage um, their judo grip using your right foot or left foot, whatever foot you didn't use um, to bring them down, which is the, the foot that you didn't use on the hip. Um, and then you would disengage their bicep by pushing it up with the opposite foot. Um, and then you would kind of hook their back kind of with that foot after you disengage that bicep and bring them down into your guard um, by doing it like a really big bridge up, up in the air. And so that was kind of a variation that we worked on pulling guard. I'm not a fan of pulling guard. I know it's it's fundamental. I, I'm I feel like I've been saying that a lot during these episodes. I'm not a fan of this, this, and this. Um, but I just hate getting up and getting down. So it's just like I'd much rather do a takedown or a single leg takedown, double leg takedown, something like that, um, rather than pulling someone into my guard. But yeah, so that's kind of what we did. One of the fundamental things we did this week, and we also learned a fundamental choke. So you want to take us through the choke? Yeah. So we actually, like you said, we started with the with the pulling guard, and then from there, our professor wanted us to complete basically the sequence and get into the choke. So once we would get the person to our guard, we would go ahead and stick whichever hand really um, as deep as we could into the lapel, grab the collar, and then sneak the other hand under and then, you know, try to get that cross collar grip on the opposite side. And then, you know, you point, you pull and you point your nails towards your face and then you obviously get the choke. But then the other variation that our professor kind of went into was if somebody's, you know, cause I've, I've had this happen to me before where the person blocks you from trying to get the other cross collar grip. So you have one in, but they'll block your hand from going to the other side. So the variation that he taught us was to go ahead and go over the arm that's blocking the hand for, or that's blocking your hand and grab the uh, material of the actual kimono. And then you grab from there and then you twist towards your face and then you're, you're choking the person that way. So it's an alternative to um, having both hands inside of the collar. The person that we tra- that I trained with, because for this week, we actually were able to train with different people. How to, we forgot we, to mention that. It was a big deal, yeah. Yeah, so as um, as we had been discussing previously, you know, we wanted to train with other people. And uh, this week, one of our teammates, um, he's a great, great guy to train with. He kind of called us out. And he was like, no, he's like, let's switch it up today. And I was like, okay, like, let's go. And then uh, I was able to train with him. And he's great at, at uh, any kind of collar chokes any lapel chokes he's he's the man for that he actually taught me this other variation of it so he said that if you can't grab the shoulder material cleanly that you could just grab 
the backer material and swing it over as well and kind of use that to choke the person as well. So he caught me in that one a few times. He got me to do that. It was a really good experience, you know, to, to be able to um, to work with somebody who's so proficient in, in that specific technique. I really enjoyed, you know, being able to, to work on the alternative as well, because like we mentioned in the last episode, not every technique is going to go to plan. You know, the, the person who's in your guard is also going to fight back. So they're going to be trying to, to stop you from grabbing your grips and all that. So I think it was a really nice opportunity to work on an alternative to the the generic cross collar choke and really, I guess, expand my lapel chokes, I guess you can say. Yeah, definitely. And, and we also, well, I worked with somebody else who also started right around the same time as the person that you worked with. Um, and they were great. I, I mean, once you're training with people who are higher stripes, like we kind of mentioned this in the last episode, everything becomes a little bit more smoother, you know, you're training safe and you're training with someone who has a little bit more experience than you. And they also, most people who are in that position love to give tips and ideas and stuff like that. And the person that I worked specifically was like, was trying to like help me with my grips in terms of the cross collar. And what one thing that he specified was like, once you have that one hand in, he's like, you get it by the ear you know, you swing up uh, your hand up by the ear line and with your other hand, you want to grab the lapel and and kind of run it down your hand, your hand that has the grip, kind of like a zip tie is what he said. That way, that grip is tight. And I was like, that's a great piece of advice. Definitely going to use that in the future. Um, but yeah, that that simple motion of just grabbing the extra material, the extra fabric underneath your arm that has that, that lapel grip and cinching that down creates a really, really strong grip around their neck. And so then if you get your, if you get the full cross collar or if you get any of the other modifications, it'll, it'll be really, really tough for them to not tap almost immediately. So he taught me that it was real good. And like you said, I really do appreciate that. Our teammate kind of was like, y'all, y'all are, you know, ready to, to stop working together. And I really appreciate what he did and was, you know, kind of helping us, kind of get out of our shell a little bit more and, and experiment with other folks. And it's good to get a different feel as to what other people are, are training and what training with other people is like, I kind of looked over my shoulder and I, and I saw you training with him. And did you, did you want to share something about him? Cause you looked like you were, you were getting pummeled over there. Yeah. So it was actually really fun. So um, he was doing this thing where even when we were starting with like the pull guard, where we would actually kind of like get into a stance like we were actually fighting like in a competition. Then he would like make me fight for grips and like kind of try to get rid of my grips. And then, you know, we would obviously he wasn't going like a hundred percent, but you know, it was kind of like simulating that, that whole technique of actually bringing somebody down while we're um, actually like in a competition setting. And that was nice to do, but man, he, his lapel chokes are so good where, I had about two to three seconds into the choke before I started seeing like, before I started getting like tunnel vision. So um, I, I know you told me this, that your partner mentioned to you that we have air chokes and we have blood chokes. So the cross collar choke is one of those blood chokes where it's kind of crushing your arteries and stopping that blood flow. And then, um, you know, other chokes like the rear naked choke and all that are, are air chokes where you're really stopping the, the, um, the oxygen, from going into your body so i think that's a that was a big thing that uh that i noticed when i was training with him that man my neck was so sore because he was doing this thing where i mean it's it's great technique 
where the knuckles are digging into your artery. So the blade of his arm and his knuckles were really digging into those arteries. So even with the initial grip that he would have, so just putting the first um, the first grip past the ear and then kind of like zip tying the lapel so there's no material in the way, even with that, there was already enormous pressure on my artery. So like even with that, I already felt like, man, like this, this is already painful. And then once he would get the second arm in and once he would twist, I would tap immediately because it was it was that good. And um, I got to the point where I was like, man, like professor needs to hurry up and, and call time because I'm, I'm starting to struggle over here because my neck was hurting. And uh, I spent like two, three days after that with bruises on my neck and I was so sore, like on my arteries and all that because it was it was it was intense training, but yeah, um, it it's was. good. It's good. I think it's it's stuff that you kind of need to go through to grow because it's important to realize. I think this is kind of just highlighted for me how important it is to be able to defend against these things. Cause when you run into somebody who's a specialist and stuff like that, man, it, it's going to cause you a lot of issues. And I, and I realized that pretty quickly with him that if you don't have the proper defense against somebody like that, you're in for a lot of trouble, man. Definitely. Definitely. And I think that we, I saw that with my partner as well. You know, he was like, he was almost locked in. Like once he would put his hand in, I felt like almost immediately. So it was, it was a great session of training. I think, I think we, um, I learned a lot specifically. So I really appreciate that we were able to split up for that day. But I do remember that at the end of that week, we said, we're going to work together just because our, both of our necks were sore and like, it was just painful from, from the, uh, the constant choking. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad, but um, it was, it was, also fun. And then when we had to do the, um, you know, we did specific training again this week just because, you know, there's a lot of new people still. So even specific training with him man, like fighting for that, you know, for that position, trying to get those grips like off of my neck was really important because once you feel that pressure there, it's uh, it's hard, man. It's hard to, to even do anything because all you're trying to do is just to make sure the other arm doesn't get like sunk in because then, then you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Yeah, and it really it quickly. I think with chokes, it quickly becomes like, don't pass out. Like that's how I start thinking, and so it, it's kind of you know it's kind of scary to think about sometimes when you're just like, I might black out any second if I don't watch out. <laughs> and again, that goes back to like what you said of like, there's a lot of new people, and I think like with cert with some new people, you know, it's, it still might not be there yet, and they still might not have that like slow steady hand you know that you yeah. might have with someone who's a little bit more experienced so yeah it's a little intimidating sometimes when when i feel like i'd have to spar with someone i don't know if i'm just thinking too much about it or if it's just like yeah. um you know i'm if it's just like my own fears of like getting hurt or repeating an injury i, I don't know what it is but i'd much rather train with somebody who's experienced a little bit more experienced because i know that yeah they're not gonna let me pass out <laughs> yeah it's so like there was this one that was a yeah no, I was just going to say that that, that was um, a, a great thing for us. I think just the fact that we were able to switch up training partners, but also have people who were experienced who were, you know, who we knew weren't going to hurt us or, you know, do anything super crazy. Yeah. And so I kind of took a big, a big risk when I was, uh, you know, um, when we were training at that point, we weren't sparring yet where my partner kind of sunk it in and he sunk it in and I, he, he just kept going and I just didn't want to tap because I just want to see how far I could go. And he was like, and he stopped and he's like, 
why weren't you tapping? I was like, I just want to see how far I could go. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, Hey, I'm just trying to see what, how far I could go. Luckily I didn't see like any black yet, but like you were having that tunnel vision, but I just want to, I was just curious to see how, how far I could take it. And he's, and he was able to stop himself before I actually was unable to stop myself. Um, and he's like, what's going on? And I'm just like, that's an example of, of a, a good training partner where they know that yeah. something's not right. And then they just stop themselves and they're like, well, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't try that again. Though. That was, I was a one and done thing. I, I probably won't be trying that again. That was kind of dumb, but <laughs> it is what it is. And that was on the, um, that was on Wednesday that, that we were able to train with, uh, with different partners. And um, I don't know if you kind of want to go into what led to our teammate splitting us up like what happened on tuesday that you know the that helped oh, us yeah yeah we kind of jumped split up we kind of jumped into technique and what was going on but on tuesday we actually got a third stripe so it was a big deal um it really felt it was out of you know out of i felt like it was out of the blue i felt like we just got our second stripe you know like two yeah. months ago i mean i think we did get it two months ago um, yeah, I think we got in November, right? Early mm-hmm. November. Yeah. November. Yeah. So it was early November, um, that we got it and I just felt like it was a little unexpected. So I don't, I don't know. I know professor has kind of, at least according to like the app that, that they use for the gym and kind of for attendance and stuff like that, they kind of keep track of like how many classes you're attending and that kind of cor- correlates with mm-hmm. where Stripe you're at. But I also know that like he doesn't really follow that. He kind of just has an eye test. Um, yeah. For example, when we earned our second Stripe, um, we were way over the amount of classes that, you know, mm-hmm. that the app indicated or whatever. Um, I think it was like, 10 or 15 classes or something like that in attendance. And then you got your second stripe, but we were, I'm pretty sure we were way over that um, yeah. because we got our first stripe early June. Jeez. Yeah. I think we got our first stripe in like June. Yeah. June. And then we were, you know, kind of out for a month and a half ish. We came back and then it took us probably maybe three, four months to get our, was yeah. it three or four months? Is that math adding right? Is that adding up right? Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. So we got our first stripe in June, mid June, mm-hmm. and then we didn't get our second stripe until November. So we're talking about yeah. six months in between. So, mm-hmm. and of those six months, we were out one and a half. So, yeah, it was a lot. So, so it was we were a lot. training a lot during that time. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, we were because you were, were you in school then? I don't remember. But yeah, no, you were in your first semester already of your master's. Um, and I was still, yeah, but our course load wasn't that much, all that stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We were able to train a lot more. I was working from home at the time, so it was a lot easier, blah, 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 all that stuff. So he does have this eye test that he uses. He's like, okay, this person's ready for their next stripe, um, regardless of how many classes they've been to. Um, but there is a minimum threshold. I feel like he's like, at least this, and then we'll see, and then I'll yeah. decide kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it was really great uh really proud of ourselves of you and of of myself it's been eight months Mm -hmm. nine months almost nine months of doing this um this is probably the most i've dedicated myself to something besides schoolwork and school in general i've been in school for almost most of my life at this point i mean yeah obviously k through 12 and then i'm in my third year of my doctorate now 
So a long time in school and hopefully I can carry, keep carrying this jujitsu stuff, you know, the same, the same amount of years, hopefully until whenever, whenever I stop doing it, which I don't anticipate stopping anytime soon. Um, but it's always important to think about, you know, it's always not about the belt. It's not about your rank. It's not about what your professors think of you or anything like that. It's like what you think of yourself. So yeah, I'm happy. We, I was promoted. I always feel like I don't deserve it, but I'm not a black belt. So I don't know what, it, what, it, what it looks like to be a three stripe yeah. white belt. I kind of, when I posted this on Instagram, I, I kind of was like, you know, there's still a lot more work to do. It's great that I'm here, but this isn't the pinnacle mm-hmm. and there's, there's more work to be done. So really excited yeah. to keep working, working towards, I, I mentioned a few episodes back that like my new year's resolution is to get my blue belt. Um, and at this rate, I'm hoping I get it by the end of the year. Who knows? Again, it's not up to me, but it's never about the belt that, you know, it's always about, you know, your training and your mm-hmm. consistency and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So how do you feel yeah. about that? Man, uh, I kind of had the same feelings of like as you did that just the fact that I guess you'll never feel prepared or deserve for a promotion. And that, that's how I felt like I was, it was completely by shock. I thought it was gonna be somebody else or, you know, anybody else really. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, somebody's getting promoted. And he said my name and there's another Isaiah in our gym. So, and funny enough, he wasn't there that day, but I still looked down the line and I was like, oh, Isaiah. And then I'll, and then they're looking at me and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's me. So then um, I, you know, I was, I, I was really caught off guard. I was not expecting that at all. And, but like you said, if, if the professor, you know, cause they don't go by what some gyms do, you know, like, oh, if you show up to this many classes, you'll automatically get this stripe. Like you said, I think you really have to prove that you are at that or the, point. or the pay to play kind of gyms where it's exactly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to be a, a third stripe, you have to have a year commitment with us, a financial mm-hmm. commitment with us or whatever it is. So. Yep. And, th- and that's what I really appreciate, that there's a lot of integrity in the way that, that promotions are given out in our in our gym and are not given out, earned in our gym. Yeah, I, I felt really happy, just excited to be able to, you know, grow from there and work more. Because, you know, now that we have the opportunity to, to train on the weekends, if we want to go to the competition class, obviously we have to speak to our professor to see if, you know, that's something that we can do. And we also have the option to stay for an extra hour on Mondays and Wednesdays. And I feel like, like, like you said, I mean, we got a promotion now early in 2022 to the three stripes. And I feel like now is the perfect time to put our heads down and just, you know, train as much as possible to try to work towards the blue belt. Um you know, I'm not too, f- yes, it, it would be great. And, you know, yes, you know, it would be really nice to, to, to be able to accomplish that. But at the same time, uh, I'm satisfied with just being a better um, jujitsu fighter than I was yesterday. And uh, at the end of the day, for me, that's, that's sufficient. As long as I can feel myself, you know, getting better, getting healthier. Um, I'm more than okay with that. Uh, but, you know, and the belts will come, I guess that's, that, that's the most important part to, to think about that you know as long as you keep working as long as you stay dedicated the belts will will follow right and And something that that one of our coaches always says um he's a blue belt he says jujitsu is just about showing up as long as you're showing up you'll get better so it's like if you're not hung up on belts it's it's just a matter of time that you're going to get your blue belt it could be this year it could be next year but it's important not to get hung up on that because when people get hung up on belts and stuff like that i feel like those are people I mean, based off of the other black belts that I'm aware of, like 
like jujitsu and um, you know, all the other influencers that are in the jujitsu culture that are out there, they always say that like, you know, most people quit because of their belts, because they feel like they deserve X or Y or Z. And it's like, if, when you get caught up in those small details, it's like you, you kind of lose the focus of what you're actually doing. So it's like, I do jujitsu. I practice jujitsu for like my mental health and, you know, my physical health and it's fun. It's a distraction from work, from homework, from whatever it may be. So I, I do it cause I like it and it's fun and it keeps me active, which before that I wasn't very active at all because I didn't like running, even though I ran. I didn't like cycling, even though I cycled. And it's like, I've never found an exercise that worked for me. And this is it. And so I do it mainly for that. And if that comes with the blue belt, then I'll take it. And if it doesn't come for a, with a blue belt for the next two, three years, that's fine. I'll take that. You know, um, it's just a matter of patience and I'm just there to work really. Yeah. And I think that's the important, like you said, I think a lot of people get hung up on when is this promotion going to come? And I mean, we've seen it even in the time that we've been there. You know, we've heard people mention it like, oh, like when, when am I going to get this? When am I going to get that? But um, I don't know. I feel like when you focus on that, you start to lose focus on or kind of lose the concentration when it comes to the actual training. So you start to forget, you know, about the techniques and about actually getting better. And you start to focus on like, oh, what can I do to, to get this stripe or to get this belt or to get this promotion? Yeah, like you said, at, at the end of the day, I know I'm not in this to become like a world champion and like go to ADCC and like, you know, travel the world and all that. Like I that those aren't my goals in jujitsu. My goals are to, you know, obviously get better and to train hard. And like you said, to stay mentally healthy and physically healthy to me are, are my main goals. Not really to be some like world beater jujitsu fighter that goes on to make a career, a career out of this. And I think it's important to put, in, like put everything in perspective when you're when you're training when you're going through all this where i feel like to me it's a big like maybe to others it's not a big deal to you know to reach a third stripe on a white belt but to me um it, it's it's an accomplishment it's a big accomplishment just to, the fact that i've been able to stick with this for eight months now and you know when you have the time to reflect about it it's kind of crazy to think that we've been doing this for so long already like it's crazy. It doesn't feel like it's been eight months already, but um, it's, it's a good feeling, man. It's, it's a good feeling. And I guess it, it really motivates you to keep working hard. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just a matter of time. So it's, it's really just a waiting game. As long as you show up, our professor and our coaches say, as long as you show up, you'll get better. You'll get better. You'll get better. So like, like I say, in almost every episode at this point, it's just a matter of practice, if anything in life. So mm -hmm. I'm working right now with working professionally with students uh, who are kind of need a second chance at life situation. And so we're working through some math stuff. And it's like, I tell them all the time, you know, math is just practice. So, and I tell them anything in life is just practice. The only way you get better at something is just practice. And they hate to hear it, but it's just like, that's just the truth. It's like, if you're not training, if you're only training once a week, if you're only training twice a week, you, you'll improve, but your rate of improvement will be slow. So what you're putting yeah. into it is what you're going to get out of it. So if you're putting three, four days a week, that's what you're going to get out of it. You're going to, you're going to skyrocket and you're going to get better. I'm not saying that we're skyrocketing. I'm not saying that we're getting better. We don't train three, four times a week right now. We're only training maybe two, three times a week. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think now with this 
with this promotion. I think we have more opportunity to train now because we have that competition class on Saturday. Um, so it's, it'll be it'll be good to kind of consider that and maybe try and get get even more committed than we've been in the mm-hmm. past. Yeah, and I think that's a like by just that last point that you just made about getting more committed. I was nervous about the fact that as we kept going that maybe you know our interest would drop off or that maybe we just didn't want to do it like as much anymore i feel because you know it's happened to us before like we've done things and kind of like after a while you're just like man like uh, you know i'm kind of done with this and i find it like our season tickets to our local baseball team yeah so we have like a local lower a division um minor league team here in the area and we were like, yeah, like let's do it. Like we're gonna get season tickets, and we did, and we signed up for like I think it was like fifteen games or something like that, or twenty games. I don't know. And then we showed up to like seven, and then we just never showed up again. I was worried that something like that was gonna happen. You know that something else was gonna get our interest, and we're gonna move out of it. But um, it's for me, it's comforting to see that we're, you know, eight months in now, and if anything, I feel like we're recommitting to jujitsu now even if our schedule has been crazy lately and a lot of things have been popping up, we're still, you know, constantly texting each other. Like, Hey, are we going today? Or like, Hey, let's go today. Like we don't just like stay quiet and like ignore each other. And like, no, we're not going to go. Like there's always like a, a pretty lengthy debate. Like, Oh, like we should go. Like, you know, we have time today or, or maybe today we shouldn't go. It's not a good idea. Cause we have homework. You know, I feel like the motivation is still there and, you know, we're still working towards our goals every day. That's comforting for me to know that, you know, it doesn't seem like this is going away anytime soon. And it's funny that you mentioned that because that night that we got promoted, I actually felt that way. I, I didn't tell you. I told I told my wife and I, on the way home after we had gotten promoted, I told her that I, I on my way there I wasn't feeling it, and on my way uh, while we were training, I wasn't I wasn't in it. I, I just didn't mm-hmm. want to be there. Um, and then we got promoted, and I was like, now I want to be here. And it's like that promotion kind of gave me that extra juice to be like, yes, like this is, I put eight months into this. I gotta, I gotta keep going. So yeah. I think that was the first time I felt like that while, since we've been training where it's like, I was really not motivated to go. Usually I'm not motivated to go, but I go anyways. But that day I was really like, I don't want to go at all. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to be doing this anymore. Obviously momentary. It was a momentary lapse just because it happens. Promotion really boosted me up and I'm feeling good. And I think we're going to, I'm hoping that we commit ourselves a little bit more to training uh, a little bit more weekly. Yeah. Again, it's not about the belts, but it's about the the journey. So, Yeah. And I think especially now that things are starting to slow down a little bit, I think we're definitely going to, you know, up our training just because of the fact, like you said, I mean, when things like that happen, like obviously like you don't do it for the belt, but when you get that reassurance that you're getting better, I feel like that kind of like re-motivates you to be like, okay, like, you know, I'm doing something right. Like if, if they're noticing that I'm getting better, I'm doing something right. So now it's time to, you know, just keep getting better, keep grinding, man. I'm just excited for, for another year of work and just to keep getting better. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Our episodes release every other Sunday at 3 PM Eastern. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe on the platform of your choice. We are on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and more. Thank you again for listening and us. Us.